The train headed for Sunset City will be departing soon. Okay, welcome everybody to Sunset City, the Sonic podcast for the classic and modern age. With me today is Suris. Hi, we had technical issues. They were fun. And he's actually taking care of the stream this time, but don't worry, it's gonna be exactly as you've always hoped it'll be, right? It's going, it's, it's back to what it was last year. No, it's not. And uh, then, chowing down on his KFC, we got Wayne. My coffee has gotten cold and I blame Pop. That's unfortunate. Now, we are on week three of the Nick is sick arc. Um, now, what happened was he was telling me he's completely fine with the way Shadow has been characterized in the recent years. So I had to put him in hospital oh once again because he just he doesn't learn his lesson. But like he will be back eventually. They're getting to the bottom of what the problem is now. Uh, the problem is that I, I punched him. And um, <laughs> but like, yeah, they're, they're going to operate. It's going to be a OK. But um, are you going to stop yeah. getting violent with our friend? Is that a thing you can do? Hey, I'm British. I, I understand that we beat the crap out of you guys to get you out of here the last time, but I don't want to have to do it again for the sake of Nick, of all people. Or you were. This whole you guys, this them and us mentality. You're British. You are British yourself. You're just I, like an no, evolution of British. I will not search my feelings. I don't know it to be true. You're not American. You're, you're not Native American, so you're British. That's basically, that is exactly how it works. Well, anyways, um, yeah, so today, um, we've got a couple of subjects. We've got Soap Shoes in Sonic Frontiers, if anyone wants to pitch in a little quick opinion on that. Uh, I mean, it's an aesthetic thing. I'm happy they're back, because I like the Soap Shoes more than any other shoe in Sonic, personally. Uh, but at the same time, like, it's just aesthetic. It was aesthetic last time, but unless they're making them the, the default shoes as opposed to just making them one that we have the choice whether or not we want to use, then I don't think it makes as much of a statement. Like, we, we already had Forces. At least, but with, with Forces, though, we had, the, we had the shoes as toggleable for the, uh, the player character, not for Sonic. So I guess this is still a little different. Wayne? Uh, I mean, I like them. Uh, I just don't particularly want to join that newsletter to get them. <laughs> I joined the newsletter ages ago. I didn't even know the soap shoes were going to be a thing. But, like, for one, I am just happy that cosmetics is a thing they're continuing with in Sonic. Because, like, I enjoyed the Avatar, like, customization in Forces. And, of course, I thought um, the customization in Sonic Colors Ultimate was one of the better pink uh, better things about that port um, uh, being able but... to have like the the movie sonic flair and all that stuff yeah and like admittedly the majority of the time i play it i'm just the basic vanilla sonic but like still it's i i think character customization is fun uh and it's you know it's a way of you know personalizing your playthrough a little bit considering sonic frontiers is a very sandboxy play your way kind of game the idea of having cosmetics and stuff, choosing how your Sonic looks, that makes me happy, and I will definitely be playing it with the soap shoes. Like, this is... The statement I'm seeing here is, this is going to be the best Sonic game since Sonic Adventure 2. 
so it's going to be the best Sonic game. I... Right? That's that's not an unreasonable expectation based on a pair of shoes, right? Uh, I I feel like maybe maybe you and the Sonic Cycle have had a uh, an 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 unfair relationship up to this point. And I think we need to color your expectations a bit differently from this point on, pup. No, screw this, because while I might get backhanded across the face for my hype, I'm just enjoying the hype. I'm enjoying the journey there, and even if the destination's not so very great, I will completely change my mind by the time I get to the destination and be like, I wish I never got hyped in the first place. But right now, I'm feeling happy about things, and that's all that matters. Short-term enjoyment. So like I'm so I'm excited as hell for the game. It's just not be the shoes haven't colored my opinion. Um, the shoes, I mean, I've, I, in all seriousness, they haven't colored my opinion as much as I'm joking. I am, but like even so, like even before the shoes, I was saying to myself, "Hey, like on paper, there's fully a possibility this could be my favorite Sonic game." So hmm. I'm, I'm gonna wait and see, but. Like, there's just more and more little things, and the shoes are just like a little cherry on top, you know? Yeah, I'm... So, I'm all for customization in games. I am. Uh, but if there's one thing that I wanted a lot from Adventure 2 that it never gave me was, like, a justification for the difference in shoes. Like, think of all the equipment that we have in Adventure 2 uh, that there is an in-universe explanation as to why you have it. Uh, but the True, everything does serve a purpose, but Sonic looks fucking ridiculous by the time you get to the end of Sonic Adventure 2. <laughs> Sonic and Knuckles. <laughs> Knuckles. Yeah, it, it, yeah, you could, like, toggle it, basically. You could decide whether or not you want that cosmetic change, but I did like the whole in-universe thing of, like, cosmetic changes giving you little power-ups and stuff. Yeah, so, like, it was, it was always weird to me that the shoes as different as they are are the one thing that's never given an explanation like we know we know as fans of the series why the sun why, why the soap shoes are there we know it's because of the collaboration with soap like we we know that before somebody goes to the comment section goes well actually we do know the reason no i but i want a reason in story like we have with every other cosmetic in that game so it while having the toggleable thing is is great for this game uh, and I appreciate it because I do like being able to choose, you know, what I what I bring on Sonic. I like being able to have my own version of the character that represents the versions that I've enjoyed the most. Without it being something that has like story weight to it, I'm just like, yeah, I'm excited for it. It's neat, but I've I've wanted Sonic to give me a reason why he had those shoes on for years, and I will never get it. Shut up, man. Um... In, in terms of the like uh, purchasable or unlockable or downloadable cosmetics, what what things would you guys like to see? I still, I'm still a little upset that like uh, I don't know that there's actually going to be a way to get the uh, Corona, uh, like uh, crossover stuff over here in the states. That upsets me. Um, other than that, I'm just like. I think the only other cosmetic thing I really could want is probably like the the lightning effects that they added in Colors Ultimate. Other than that, like Colors Ultimate was kind of where I I basically put together. I don't particularly need or possibly even want cosmetics in Sonic games uh, because he looks a little stupid with them. Like the uh, the differently covered, uh, colored gloves and shoes looked 
dumb in Colors Ultimate. So I'm like, the, the less they screw around with that, the better. It's one thing if it's like the little gadgets and gizmos that he gets in the adventure games where it's like, oh, here's the bounce bracelet. Like that just kind of like showcases your progression, everything like that. But if it's like turning my gloves blue, uh, nah, nah, I'm good. You don't want you don't well, want yellow gloves on your knuckles, the echidna? It looks dumb. <laughs> You'll be pleased to know that um, the whole movie effects thing is in the game. It's when you do the super boost. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah, when you, I think you get like sixty rings, and it gives you like this blue, blue, this blue boost. You get like a little mini cutscene that's like mimicking like his power up from the first film, and like his eyes glow blue. So they've actually Ink, made it in. Ink, I am now. not saying her name weird. That's literally how it's said. That is how it is said. Look, man, there's no, there is no way of saying her name. Okay, I've tried saying it like ten different ways, and every one of them has been wrong. Apparently, I, so, I've like... asked for correction, and no one's given it to me. They're just like, no, you're just saying it wrong because they don't, they don't have that. that it's like the ultimate gatekeeper fan base. I'm just like, that's literally just how it's said. I have an American accent. Fight me. I mean, let's also, like, let's look beyond, I guess, like, shoes and gloves, like, unlockable skins for Sonic or anything like that. Anything you guys would want to see there? Like, maybe a Sonic Adventure 1 model or something you can play as? I, like, I, how... I want the Sonic Jam model. I want the Sonic Jam model as, as unlockable. I would like Movie Sonic and Boom Sonic. I think those are... You know what? You know what? Like, I've said no classic Sonic in the game. But if it's just an optional skin and not a completely different playstyle, I'd take a classic Sonic skin. Why not? I wouldn't mind classic Sonic as something like that. I think, but I think for me, like the classic Sonic one would just be okay. This is neat. I'm I'm glad it's here, but I'm, I don't feel one way or the other about it. But if we could actually mm. get like the Adventure One model, the Adventure Two model, um, even the freaking weirdly bouncy Heroes model, like the, that hyper plasticky piece of crap. So you just want every model from Sonic's 3D history? I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind. Like, because if I'm being honest, there's aspects of each of them that I did like. That there's not one that I've ever solidly liked the most outside of maybe the Adventure Two one, and that one's mostly down to texturing. Like for some reason, the the fur on the characters in Adventure One and Two, they cared about making it look like fur, whereas going forward, they started making it look like something out of Toy Story. Well, you'll be pleased to know that in Sonic Frontiers, his basic, uh, his basic look does have a much more pronounced fur texture than it did in previous Boost games. Mm. Which, while still good, I would, I, so I would still like the ability to to pick which one I have, uh, even if it's just like, hey, you just kind of have the aesthetics of this, even if it's not like going full on. Here's your low poly. Sonic, but like if if we're gonna have a Sonic game that has a cyber dimension that we have to go into cyberspace, you could go hog wild with the things oh, you that could. Sonic can do. Like that, there is no justification for saying, well, he wouldn't have this in this environment. Why wouldn't he have X thing in this environment? It's literally cyberspace. He can have whatever the hell he wants. Wayne, disengage. Forget this. Everyone's not no, bullying no, Wayne. No, 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 no. I'm not him. saying it like that. Get, I am not. I've never once Wayne, out of the, out no, of no, the no, no, I love no, that. No, I'm putting this to bed right now. I am not putting this to bed right now. Ink, I am not. You are saying I am saying Coroni, and I have never said that. It's Corone. Nah. Because Macaroni. that's how it's pronounced in Japan. 
You need to get your ears checked. I'm, oh my god. I'm just I'm just hearing this as Ink is taking all of the lessons Pup has ever given about how to gaslight and gatekeep. <laughs> and is just taking Wait, them to their full extent. Don't feed, don't feed the trolls. Don't feed the trolls. Come on. I am I'm going I'm going to become the Joker, I swear to God. This is my snapping moment. This is, it, this is it. Hey, 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 that, that's everyone's goal. That's, don't, don't give me what I want so easily. Come on, man. <laughs> I know what I'm saying. I want to I see you next month in, like, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker paint. What? I want to see you next month. You to become month. the Joker. Because I'm going to see you next month, am I not? Wait, are we Wayne, not did you, forget, you did you forget about that? I still need to get my plane ticket. What? Wayne, get it sorted, man. Hey, oh, Nick I told me to wait until it got cheaper. It never got cheaper. Oh, then just... How cheap is it now? What? It's, it's still like $200 to get a ticket. Wait. I will literally help you if it means that you'll get to be there, okay? I will literally... I also still don't know what's going on with the, like, tickets to the actual convention. I've basically just been told, hey, don't worry about it. And I'm like, uh... I, I purchased my ticket because I'm not going to play that game. All right, anyways, before we get to the next topic, shall we read some Super Chats? Uh, I think we should. Yeah, we should catch up on those. We should, we should invite right, everybody so... to harass Wayne even more, but this time by giving us I... money. Actually, going to get irritated. I swear. <laughs> okay, Wayne. Okay, so um, first up, we've got uh, two Canadian dollars seventy nine, and, and uh, I'm going to say who this is from afterwards, after the chat. Uh, so they say, "Happy Venus Day, Gilly. Go on, pup. Say my name." Okay, Xavier Farton. <laughs> You're up, serious. Where's Arnold? Nine dollars. Nine ninety-nine, actually. Yogurt mail. Wayne. Uh. Sorry, where are we at? Where's Arnold? No, you've done. Uh, well, I'll put the burger next to it. Yeah. Oh, great. Uh, yeah, we're at Zygarde Logon with five dollars. Hey, guy, don't. Wait, hey, guy, won't be able to make the stream today. I'm having a colonoscopy this morning, oh. but I'll always have the VOD. Well, I mean, did Zygarde I hope well. Did Zygarde Lagan become Nick? <laughs> well, Nick, I, <laughs> hey, I hope it goes well. Uh, uh, yeah. Thank you for the uh, thank you for the super chat. Zygarde Lagan literally is Nick. Like, if you take Zygarde Lagan. Backwards, it literally says Game Apologist. <laughs> Seriously, read it backwards. It says Game Apologist. It says Nagal Edragiz. Yeah, Game Apologist. Anyways, um, next up, we have our pal Jamal with two bucks. Happy Bee Theory, Milk Bro Forever, Wallace, crazy face, thumbs up. Thank you, Jamal. You'll always be our pal. Next one we have here is from David Crespo. Thank you for the dollar ninety nine. You guys know of Archie Sonic Online? I, I know it exists, but I've never sat down and checked it out. What's that like a fan continuation or something? I believe so. Yeah. What a neat idea. 
Yeah, that universe being being as dead as it is, fans of uh, except just like Dragon Ball Multiverse, same idea. And it's like, oh, it ended here. Cool, let's keep going. Wayne. I. Uh, let's see. We're on uh, Zygarde logon again. Yeah. With another five dollars, uh, you guys remember when Wayne saved all of Station Square from a giant water monster? That was crazy. It well, took a, it took all a really well big that sponge. ends well, right? <laughs> yeah, it took a really big sponge, but I, I made it work. The city is destroyed. All's you well did that it. Well. You're complicit. David Crespo with one buck ninety nine. Sonic Project Hero is the best framework. Their animations are freaking gorgeous in that game. Um, and I, I look forward to seeing what crazy things people come up with with that framework. I actually haven't seen that at all. Dude, the animations are so pretty. I'll have to check it out after this. Definitely. Uh, let's see, the next one we have here is from Aiden F. They give it the $10. Frontiers OST, 150 songs. The hype is so hard for me to fight for Frontiers. Pup fought Nick because he wouldn't share the milk. Um, That's how it is, man. Oh, actually, do you, do you think that the 150 songs is really just going to be like a lot of those taken up by small piano pieces, though? Um, no, nah, it's just the wisp music. Unless it's going to be the wisps like, are in it. Unless it'll be like what we got with uh, with colors and generations where half of the songs are just the same song. But uh, this is what it sounds like when it's distorted or this is what it sounds like when it's underwater. Like they don't run a filter yeah. through it. They just literally have a track on there that just plays it with the sound effect. Well, I, I'm also like, thinking of, of Zelda because like Breath of the Wild also has that where if you put on the, that full OST, you're hearing a lot of just like atmospheric piano somewhere in there. I'm still hoping that Jensen knows somewhere on this soundtrack. He said he would be. But I'm hearing nothing. I figured, okay, if he's not doing the overworld music, he'll probably be doing like the vocal track. He's not on the vocal track. Okay, well, may maybe he'll do cyberspace. But everything we've heard of cyberspace is very Otani so far. It's like, where is Jun? He stole the show on the Colors soundtrack. Where is he? Um, but uh, yeah. Um, but that might be why they took 150 years to make this game, is they might have been waiting on Otani to produce that many fucking tracks for it, you know? Yeah. You know how it is. Who was up again? Is it, is it, is it you, Wallace? Uh, it is. Yeah, it's me. With the um, Way Past Cool Kid, uh, $4.99. I missed you, boys. Yeah, welcome back. Also, hi, Wayne. Enjoy some monetary harassment. Also, did anyone else think that the Mario Isekai movie is going to be cool? Uh, yeah, we're going to be getting into that a little bit. Are we segue? Uh -huh. Oh, one more thing I wanted to say before we segue into that is um, about the milk. Uh, Nick has this Applejack cereal, which turns the milk green. And when I was finishing up my cereal and drinking the milk out of the bowl, I was like, this is milk. This is literally milk. Did, uh, did, did you say that to Nick or was this... Nah, like Nick was bedridden. Thought. Uh, Nick was bedridden. <laughs> so you didn't you didn't physically go into his bedroom with the bowl, like break in and go, Nick, I found the milk and just point. Yeah, to the bowl. yeah, I just I just I just go into his room. You know, that's just a thing I do. Yep. It's not like you know when his tortoise was desperately trying to get into his room while they were all at the hospital. I was like, should I go in there? <laughs> that was a in. So there's if there's one thing I have noticed. 
uh, during this whole ordeal, as, as awful as it is, has been interesting watching y'all talk about how to shuffle the pets around the house every time. Yeah, because, like, no one was home. It was kind of my first time home alone, and the tortoise was just raging around the freaking house. And it was trying to get to the bedroom constantly. I was like, is he allowed in there, though? Am I allowed in there? And eventually you guys was like, this is about the tortoise, okay? Don't worry about it. I was like, should I be going in their room, though? That's kind of like their sacred zone. Turned out there was a bed in there for the tortoise, so it was just like, Yeah, okay, Washington's anyway. little closet box is in there. Fucking Washington. <laughs> he, um, I can't wait he to knocked meet him. Out, he knocked out the Wi-Fi router yesterday, and the internet hasn't been the same since. Hence why Cirrus is running the show this time. It's all Nick's fault. Nick well, was no, it the internet or was it OBS? No, well, this it, is the... I think it's the internet, because like when I was trying to upload... Um, unlisted footage of Ratchet and Clank yesterday, it just wasn't happening. <laughs> so I, I, I think... I, I don't know if it's Washington's fault. It might even be that I put the modem box the wrong way around or something, but like... Yeah, no, he just... He went charging into the table that has the router on it. The table falls on him. It's fine. He's, he's fine. Um, and the router falls down. I'm just like, Washington, what the fuck are you doing? His best. He's a ridiculous animal. Doing everything in his power to ruin everything in his power. Anyways, uh, so, the Mario movie. Alright, so, we'll get to the rest of the Super Chats a little later. Um, guys. Yeah? Yeah. Ma Mario. Mario. Yeah, I can't wait for the Mario movie where I, Mario's gonna be the worst part. I can't wait to talk about Mario on our Mario podcast for a classic and modern Mario age. Oh, I do love a codcast as a, a British person. That's that's a thing we have often over in the UK. You cast to get your cod. Oh, you know how it is. You know how it is. Man. Just trying to align myself on this airbed again. <laughs> All right, so, sorry, right, Mario. Ah, uh, so, you have surprisingly little to say about this, huh? Well, the thing, okay, so they didn't show a lot of like what the movie's even going to be about or anything like that. Uh, we can ascertain a couple of details uh, from the trailer. I mean, obviously, Mario isn't from the Mushroom Kingdom. I still think because uh, they actually had some little Easter eggs in there where he had some, uh, there was, like, some stamps on some luggage that were, like, from other kingdoms that were in uh, Mario Odyssey. Uh, I'm assuming he's from New Donk City. He and Luigi are from New Donk City in this universe, and they get transported through a warp type into the Mushroom Kingdom. Then um, why do they look like that in that case, though? Like, because New Donk City people look normal. I... Uh... You know, they actually addressed that in an interview for uh, Mario Odyssey once, where uh, someone said, essentially, it's just like, you know, there's a lot of people uh, that just look different from other people. <laughs> it's like, there's people of all kinds of shapes and sizes out there. Mario Mario just is just Mario. So no, I, I, I don't diversity. think diversity. That's not well. how this works. Um... I, I don't think it should be. Uh, plus, uh, if anything, if they do represent New Donk City, they are likely going to just make the art style among all the characters a little more consistent. 
Um, I do think or it'll we... be live action. <laughs> oh God, wouldn't that? Be crazy? They could, they could do it though. Like that, well, that could work. Well, they did. Uh, they did also. We know Donkey Kong, and I think we were actually looking on the uh, IMDb yesterday, and uh, we saw Cranky Kong is going to be in the movie. Who Cranky was the original Donkey Kong that Mario uh, fought in? Uh, you know the old arcade game donkey kong didn't they end up um, retconning it to where it wasn't mario that fought him either it was one of mario's ancestors so that they wouldn't have the stench of mario being evil he was uh yeah because there was like one of those uh was it was it donkey kong jr um where it was just like you have to rescue donkey kong who's been captured by like a, a super malicious like mario who's just putting him through hell yeah yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if they retconned that. But if they want to play around with it, I do think it would be kind of fun if they. Uh, I'm not entirely sure how they're gonna how they're gonna do all of that. They did say Charles Martinet is gonna be making an appearance. Um, in the uh, or I'm sorry, Charles Martin E. Apparently, so we gotta change the pronunciation for the last part of everybody's name. <laughs> but um, wait, should it just be Charles Martin? Charles Martin. Yeah, it, it's um, it's Quran, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but but maybe he's gonna he's gonna make a uh, an appearance as like old Mario. <laughs> like uh, imagine like them in a retirement home, just Cranky Kong and like old Mario actually played by by Charles Martinet. According um, to um someone in my comment section, there was actually like an interview that they clarified that Charles Martinet is just kind of played like background or side characters basically. I... I think all they said was he was going to make a small cameo at most. He's not playing a major role in the film to any large degree. I don't think Cranky Kong is even going to be there much. I don't know if Seth Rogen's Donkey Kong is going to even be in there much. Uh, I've been saying for a while I think it'd be funny if uh, Donkey Kong is just... Um, he's just the stoner neighbor that's just like... good. Hey Mario, you gotta come over and try out my my new like banana smoothie. You're never gonna believe this. <laughs> Are you ready for the banana slammer? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I uh, I don't know. I'm I'm not entirely sure what they're doing lore wise with this because it looks like they're taking some liberties with like how Mario and Luigi got to be a part of the Mushroom Kingdom. I mean every. And Every Mario, everything takes massive liberties with that world. To be fair, well, I mean that was kind of always the difference between like Sonic and Mario was, uh, I I always felt like Sonic was trying a little harder to actually tell a story within its game. Oh, one hundred percent. Like Mario's yeah. like never yeah. lived and died by its story, which is why, which I is not a problem. That's not a bad thing. Like a lot of people, like okay, so here's one of the big takeaways of the Mario movie is. It's very much in the world of the Mario games. Like, this is not Mario's in our world or anything like that. This is Mario's world. However, like, I think the reason why it's more important that the Mario movies do this is because when it comes to Mario, it's that world that matters more than the characters and their stories. The characters and their stories have always been second banana. <laughs> second banana. Uh, they've always been <laughs> second oh, <God>. banana to <laughs> um, oh, Linda Bananas. Have <laughs> always been second fiddle to the world building, whereas Sonic has always led with its characters and its stories and such. Which is why you know they've been kind of faithful to the stories and they've kind of led with the characters in the marketing. It kind of doesn't matter as much 
if you bring them to suburban environments and stuff like that. I mean, of course, I do want to see things like, you know, Green Hill Zone and Labyrinth, but we did get that. So, like, you know, yeah, you can, it's just you to can, a lesser extent. You can do other stuff with that now that we've just been like, okay, we did get some of the stuff we want. It's just Yeah, if, if you have Mario, though, come into our world, there's nothing. There, there's nothing worthy of note because Mario is not an interesting character or anything like that. He's a mascot, first and foremost. I... Um, it's I always will... been about the mechanics. Sorry, go on, go on, Wayne. I, I was going to say, I am happy with, like, because I think uh, once a lot of us heard that Illumination was going to be the studio behind the movie, many of us had this kind of, like, idea of what we could expect from the content. And so I was expecting, uh, I was expecting pop music from the 80s in the trailer. I was expecting, like, silly dances and dumb jokes and everything like that. Bowser was taking himself seriously and holding himself up to a level of pride. He was enjoying himself, but and he's got he's got like life and energy to him, but he's not being silly. Uh, yeah, he, like, even even if the penguin, like, I actually thought that was a cute joke with them like charging in, they just start throwing. This is only a taste of our fury. To I you yield. yield. Yeah, I don't. I, I like that. Like, uh, Jack Black's seeming to really try to get into. He's not playing Jack Black's Bowser. He's trying to do like the Bowser character. I imagine if that makes him, sense. I imagine him almost as. Like, I said this in our chat, but I'll say it here for you know live posterity's sake. I really imagine that Bowser that he was portraying as Paper Mario's Bowser, because Paper Mario's Bowser has always been this like really really menacing hulking thing that can also give you a lot of levity depending on the scene like he's he's either the superimposing final boss or he can be a petulant child it really depends on who he's talking to that day mm. and that's that's so, kind of what i expect we're gonna get here like that said like it didn't like tick all of the boxes of like my illumination trailer bingo in fact there's been a lot of like bingo cards i've seen on twitter and stuff that have been completely wrong, which yep. is, like, I, I think, like, I'm not the only one that was quite surprised by this. Then again, it's a teaser. I think when we get the full trailer, we'll get, you know, your Dua Lipa fucking levitating music come in, and Mario will be like, oh, you're probably wondering how I got into this are, mess. Are we, gonna get like the, are we gonna get the iconic scene where Mario will open up the, open up his closet, and there will be just a bunch of identical uniforms in there, like they show in every single thing like this? Yeah, you're going to get all of that, and it's going to, you know, like, but that said, like, people have constantly told me Illumination are not as in charge of, like, the writing of this one, that, like, but the behind the animations, that beyond the animation, it's more been, like, Nintendo in charge. I don't know how much, like, that's the thing, is we're going to see how that power balance comes out later down the line. Like, right now, it's just a teaser, and I think they've all been kind of aware that, People are expecting an Illumination Mario film to look a certain way. They want to see if they can challenge that. I mean, as it is, the most surprising bit of news I've ever heard is that Illumination Entertainment are planning on doing like a new branch, a new label that will do more mature animated films. And that's like, wow, the idea of Illumination branching out and doing anything new is like such an out there concept to me. So it's like we could be seeing the early signs of that. Maybe Illumination actually want to start trying and this mario movie could be a first instance of that 
However, I will say this, beyond the fact that pretty much everything here except Mario's voice is pretty much authentic to Mario as we know it and love it, um, there's not much here to really say, wow, this is a good movie, you know? There's not much here that's like necessarily like gripping me as such, you know? Yeah. I, I mean... Oh, uh yeah i mean again it is a teaser there's, there's only uh, i mean it's coming out in what april yeah uh, but like, so... if i didn't if i didn't already know who these characters are i wouldn't be gripped by pretty much anything here you know i wouldn't i wouldn't it, see i don't want to hold that against it though because it's like there it's not being created in a world where anybody would not know yeah uh, mario's more like recognizable knows. than mickey mouse yeah um yeah yeah I, I don't know i'm i'm looking forward to it i have more faith in it just based off of the trailer than i originally had and that's not something i was expecting to say i yeah i'm um, more I'm hopeful i'm more hopeful for this movie after seeing the trailer because when when we saw the cast listing for the movie everybody went okay this is a joke right chris pratt like this is where we got the right. starring chris pratt jokes from like okay i mean that's chris another Pratt's thing like, everything now i guess i wasn't expecting jack black to be putting on like a bowser voice either i thought jack black was just gonna do his jack black voice and persona for yeah. bowser and it was gonna be like the celebrities come first the characters play second fiddle so i was very surprised when jack black came out sounding like bowser but with the sort of charisma of jack black which can only be a good thing and then, of course, we do hear Keegan-Michael Key as Toad, and he still sounds very, like Toad. It's you know? a very downplayed Toad. Like, it's it's the Mario Brothers animated, animated series Toad, but without, like, grating on your ears, which is Yeah, well, what I was going to say there is, like, it makes sense that they would tone down these voices. It makes sense that they're not going to sound exactly the way they do in the games, because, like, you cannot have a full 90-minute-long movie of... It's me, you Mario. That would piss you off after yeah. like ten minutes. Yeah, that doesn't mean that I don't think Charles Martinet could do it. I fully, you know, think that he could easily tone down that voice a little bit and play the role fully. That said, Chris Pratt, I think, is an absolute overcorrection. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't want an entire movie of it's you Mario, but like, you're getting I, you're getting like, generic white guy Mario this way. Yeah, it's just Chris <laughs> Pratt with an ever so slight New York accent, you know? And, like, when he says in the trailer, Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. I can almost hear Chris Pratt rolling his eyes as he says that, as though he's been called at, like, 3 a.m. to record a pickup. <laughs> like, he's I, phoning it in so bad. If, if I think that was, like... I was gonna say, I think Sim Call Me Johnny, uh uh tweeted and he was like wow did uh did chris pratt only get like a uh, one take in that zoom call <laughs> exactly oh yeah where he's like oh yeah i remember stomping on Cooper's. he's like i've been stomping on <laughs> i the 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 uh the sonic unleashed quick time event memes that have yeah happened i've because seen that, that. <laughs> just they've been and there have been other Sonic Unleashed Quick Time events I've seen as a result of that that I won't say on here, but they're all fucking hilarious. Zygarde oh. Lagun um, sent me a tweet this morning. Um, I can't remember who made it, but 
someone animated Linda Belcher from Bob's Burgers dressed up as Mario saying, Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. Like in that, this the actual voice clip proving <laughs> that he really sounds like Linda Belcher from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> and <laughs> now that I've seen it, I can't unhear Linda. it. Linda. I, I will say this, though. As far as the... From what I've heard from the voices so far, there is a thing, and we, you've touched on it before, but I kind of want to hammer down on this. There is a proclivity with Hollywood to not understand voice acting. They literally, generally, uh, will go, okay, here's the celebrity voice cast. We want them to sound just like they do as celebrities, and that'll be it. Whereas when you listen to somebody who's a careered voice actor, they can put on a bevy of different voices like the amount of things that mark hamill is in that people get surprised that he actually is like like oh wait he's the fire lord in well, uh, avatar yeah. like people just go oh shit he was that too like that's the sign of a good voice actor and that's the thing is like a good actor isn't always necessarily a good voice actor and you only have to look to marvel's what if to realize that because there's a lot of like <laughs> the big Marvel actors that cannot voice act their way out of a fucking paper bag in that show. Like, and it's... Uh, yeah, you know who I was surprised by? Um, hmm. Benedict Cumberbatch, I think, killed it in that. Yeah, he was good. He was solid. Um, I think the main one I tend to think of when I think of a great actor that's not a good voice actor, Haley Atwell. Like, when she's acting. <sighs> Like, Shoot. just physical performance. She's really solid. In What If, though, she sounds like she's giving a fucking English presentation. Oh, oh, okay. It took me a second to remember who Haley uh, Atwell was. Carter. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I don't... <sighs> growing up with cartoons, growing up with anime, growing up with all this stuff, it's... Or growing up with video games as well, watching how video game voice acting has evolved over time. It's given me a huge appreciation for how how character acting behind an animated character is supposed to be, like what makes it good versus what makes it just passable. And I'm glad when we see something like Jack Black's Bowser, when we hear that voice from Toad, with the exception to this being Mario, unfortunately. But when when we hear those characters speak, if you didn't know who was providing the voice for them you might not be able to tell who's there, and that's good. Like, Jack Black's Bowser, it doesn't sound like Jack Black. Having the context that it's Jack Black lets you go, okay, that's where those inflections are coming from. I get it now. Yeah. And like, that's, it's, I want Jack more of Black that. actually, that's the thing, is if you're going to have a new actor in the role, it's like they should bring something to it. It shouldn't be reductive. And, like, what Jack Black brings to Bowser is, like, he does Bowser as you know and love him, but he brings that Jack Black charisma and that Jack Black inflection to Which it. Is... So it's not reductive. It actually adds a new layer to it. That's good. Now let's look at Chris Pratt as Mario, though. It's taken away what Mario said. And everybody, everybody knows what Mario sounds like. Like, you, you ask them, you know, oh, oh, can you do a Mario impression? And everyone will say, it's a me, a Mario. Yeah, they're going to go know? for the, they're going to, they almost always will go for the Charles Martinet. They won't go for the, uh, the one from the old animated series. Yeah, I mean, heck, I'll, I'll take all posters, toast, toast over uh, what Chris Pratt gave us. It is interesting, though, um, if only because it's like, in, hmm. hmm, how many Sonic says? Uh, how many different voices has Sonic had in English? 
Um, are we just talking like through all multimedia or just games? A, a basically multimedia. Oh it, fuck you, man! Six. Like I can't, I can't tell you how many there. Think, exactly. Think, That's what I'm saying is that I think it's six. We just, we just haven't had a new Mario before, like, and not since Martinet like established the Mario voice. Yeah. I don't think Chris Pratt was the right way to go, and I think that there's a lot of reasons people don't particularly want him as Mario. Um, I mean, another thing is also like. Even with Sonic, someone who's had a very varied voice throughout the ages, like, there is still a very wrong way of doing Sonic. Like, I remember yeah. on one of, like, the the cast lists or, like, one of the things where they wrote down potential people they wanted to play Sonic, one of the choices was Jim Parsons, who's obviously Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory. And it's like, why? So I, I, guess, I guess you had down that he's an alien, so you were thinking of the movie Home. Um, but why? Jim Parsons as Sonic is completely at odds with everything Sonic is about. Like, Sonic is Mr. Cool. You don't get the fucking guy from The Big Bang Theory playing Mr. Cool. Can you imagine? And I'm gonna say this, I, I think we are very lucky to have Ben Schwartz as Sonic, because I think he's fantastic in the role. He doesn't sound like Roger Craig Smith, he doesn't sound like Jason Griffith. He sounds a bit like Ryan Drummond, to be fair. But, like, he does a new thing but it's still the Sonic voice, you know? And that's, that's the thing, is even if it's varied over the years, there is still such a thing as the Sonic voice. It's that whole sort of Dr. Eggman sort of thing, you know? Mm. And with Mario, you got a similar thing. It's a me, you're Mario. And, like, the whole Mushroom Kingdom, here we come thing is just, nah, nah, you know? Nah, that's not Mario. You know, he, he barely even sounds Italian. He's got a slight New York thing in there, but... He barely even sounds... I, I, I sound more fucking Italian than that, you know? Like, <laughs> I'll tell you, like, the, the one character I was actually kind of hoping to hear more than Mario, and we just unfortunately didn't really get to, uh, was, um... I wanted to hear Charlie Day as, as Luigi. Yeah, you only really hear him screaming and stuff. You don't really... Yeah, I, I, I want... That I want to see. I, I want to hear, um... I want to hear Charlie Day as Luigi. 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 Um, yeah, I think... So, this is the Sonic podcast for the classic and modern age. So, I'm going to kind of segue a little bit here. Something that does rub me up the wrong way is people that are starting to write off the Sonic movies. People that used to be like, oh, these are the greatest video game movies of all time are now just like... Oh yeah, the Mario movie is already better than the Sonic movie, and it's like, mm. for starters, that's a testament to the power of recency bias right there. But also just how fickle fan culture is. Like I do, like some that always rubs me up the wrong way is changing narratives and fickleness. I just think they are very unappealing traits, and um, like, I don't like the whole thing that it's like we've got these movies out in their entirety, and we're now saying a two-minute teaser trailer proves that the Mario movie is now better than the Sonic this is, movies. I, I, this is how it I, is for every... Like, any any fan thing, for the most part, the, the new big thing comes out, and you either have the people who are hyper-cynical towards it, or who are going, this is the best thing since sliced bread, but the last thing was the best thing since sliced bread, and the last thing was the best thing since sliced bread. And... And that's another thing, is people like, oh yeah, but the Mario movie is fully within the world of the games, it's fully animated, it's like, 
Yeah, but I, I thought people actually, you know, liked the Sonic movie for, like, the dynamics that he had with Tom. I thought people liked Jim Carrey as Robotnik and stuff like that. I thought there were live-action elements that people felt actually played into the favor of the Sonic movies. I... And it's like, I understand feeling like you might be missing out on seeing the environments, but it's not like they're not there, you know? Like I, I think it would be, the... like, if, in a, sorry to interrupt, but, like, if, if, we, if we do end up getting, like, if this movie does end up being, quote, the best video game movie, the, the Mario movie, then you know what that means? It doesn't mean dismiss the Sonic movie for, for running so this movie could fucking go faster. Like, just accept that, okay, now there's another one, and now the next Sonic movie has to be even better. It doesn't somehow make the movies worse. Yeah, like, if they're competing with each other, that's a pretty solid thing. At the same time, though, I do think it is quite hard to compare the live-action hybrid movie to the fully animated one. But if anything, like, as I said, if you were to do Mario as a live-action hybrid movie, there'd be nothing there, because the characters of Mario are just kind of nothing. Whereas, like, with Sonic, you can swing that. Sonic has been in semi-realistic environments plenty of times. He's, you know, he's always been a much more urban character than Mario. His worlds have always been a little more grounded than Mario's. And the fact is... Like, we, we got to see in Sonic 2 a live-action, fully constructed set of the Labyrinth Zone from Sonic 1. That's freaking awesome to me! Like, and there was a practical set as well. Like, there's images of Jeff Fowler on that set. And, like, that's just so cool to me. Like, I, I think, you know, while I understand, like, the whole idea is, like, we want to see more of these locations. Like, we haven't had a shortage. Like, we've had Green Hill. We've had Labyrinth. We've had Mushroom Hill. You know, we've had Ice Cap. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, you could just say that's a mountain, but I mean, like, Ice Cap is just a mountain. We, we anyway. know, we know what it's trying to be. Like, when somebody's, it was just a mountain. Not that. No, no, we know what that imagery is. There's a. He's on a snowboard on it going down. We know what they're trying to do. Knuckles is there as the nemesis during that scene, almost as if it's trying to one to one the events from Sonic Three and Knuckles. You know, we what's know also what's going great on as well. What's also great is the fact that, like, just this little Montana village of Green Hill, they've given it character. They've made it kind of synonymous with the movie Sonic. They've had quite a task there with making a real-world place feel within the spirit of Sonic. Like, it's clearly more of an adaptation than what they're doing with Mario. With Mario, it's more... It's kind of a one-to-one -one with the games, in a way. Like, you know, everything yeah. looks how you expect. Whereas Sonic has adapted things differently. And what I find so weird is that people are now saying, yeah, I just would have liked it to have been more like the games, but a lot of these people are the same people that were saying, I wanted the games to be more like the movies. Like, which, and it's like, so it, what do you want then, you know? like The question always becomes at that point, if you want, if you want the movies to be more like the Sonic games, and I, I get it, I wholeheartedly agree. Which games? Which games yeah, that, do you that's want them, a, that's which another, ones like, do you want them to be more like? Because we I, could have them I, just I, like. I, just I wanted Sonic to say baldy nose hair a few times, you know. Like, like we, I could, thought, we I... could get the movies to be like Sonic Colors, and that would be, you know, or we could get a Lost World movie, and that would like, be, yeah, you know, get your fully animated <laughs> Sonic movie, and it's written by Pontac and Graf, and Sonic is voiced by Jim Parsons, you know, like. I, I, I don't get the whole thing of it's fully animated and it looks like the game's therefore it is better. Nah, no, nah, that's not how this works, okay? Like, we will see in time. It could be that the Mario movie comes out 
and it's written really well and the characters are good and it's written better than the Sonic movies are. Perfectly possible. You know what, though? You know what? This, this is going to sound really dumb. This is where my logic all goes out the window. I don't want the Mario movie to be better. I want Sonic to excel ahead of Mario in just one category. I, I'm rooting for the underdog. I want the underdog to win it. Well, there's but also I thing, want the Mario to be good. There's also a couple things to consider, like just the, the development process behind how these movies are being made. Think about how tight a leash Nintendo has to have on this movie because of the stigma from the first Mario movie. We're going yeah. to get a product that reflects that versus Sonic, where the very first Sonic movie seemed at the at the forefront like a cash grab uh alvin the chipmunks style movie and you could yeah. see like because of community outrage you could see that vision shift into something that more and uh more enveloped what fans wanted and then as a result when we got sonic movie 2 we didn't get an alvin and the chipmunks movie we got a damned good video game movie or damned good movie about video game characters with about 15 minutes of it that felt like we were back in the world of that first movie and everybody know we've had we've talked to death the the wedding scene in that movie and how that 15 minutes can be cut out and nothing changes it's not even 15 minutes it's literally six minutes okay it felt like 15 it felt like, it felt like 20 it felt like 20 um, but like but, but that's the thing i'll say is they they better have a wedding scene in the Mario movie, just slap bang <laughs> in the middle of it, like with characters we've never heard of before. That would be amazing. But like because the Sonic movies had to go through, like you can watch those movies go through that evolution from that first trailer to what we got in the second trailer to what we got with that movie to what the second movie was, and then we can we can literally shift our direction and look at the Mario movie and go okay. This is being developed under a different set of circumstances. This is being developed by a studio that is known for being a little more loose and wacky with what they're doing and very, very sterile, very cut and dry. So Nintendo grabbing that, uh, grabbing Illumination, because they're known for that. Like, you, when you think of the Illumination movie, you have this laundry list of the, the bingo card shit. You know what the Illumination movie looks like. That's going to be the place Nintendo grabs because Nintendo's going to go, we need our product to be good. We need our product to be sterile. Uh, not sterile in necessarily a bad way, but sterile in a don't make it smell like the first Mario movie way. Illumination's the people you want to do that, all things considered, because they're going to listen to that corporate checklist and go, yes, sir. At the end of the day, I just... I feel more connected with, like, the Sonic... I, I know a company's never your friend and stuff. And, yeah. Like, these are all, like... You don't want to be parasocial about it. But, like, with Sonic, uh, we've seen this thing go from this movie with this hideous design that, that didn't work at all and how they, you know, listen to fan feedback, they change the design. Uh, we've, you know, had regular updates from Jeff Fowler, who's kind of, like, a very up-and-coming director as well like a lot of the people on this are quite up and coming with like the exception of people like i guess jim carrey who are kind of like the more experienced stars but like you know ben schwartz is not as big of a name as say chris pratt is no. you know like we're seeing sort of we're not just seeing sonic grow as a film character we're seeing the growth of a lot of up-and-comers in hollywood with these movies and that's awesome to see 
The Mario movie, on the other hand, is directed by the guys that created Teen Titans Go and fucking Sam's procrastination, like Sam procrastinates uh, yesterday when he was live streaming uh, his reaction to the trailer. He got copyright struck by Nintendo live and then reinstated. So that's like a part of his live stream now. And it's like, that's the difference here is like with Sonic, I just feel more connected with it from like a behind the scenes degree as well. Yeah. Like it feels like honest work you know whereas the super mario movie has everything going for it and it's just like there's less to invest in for me here on a behind the scenes basis now that stuff's not important to the general audience who are gonna eat this up it's gonna be a popular movie i i it's gonna make yeah. a billion 100 percent, it will cross the billion mark i do but, you know sorry go on wayne i've spoken enough sorry I, I, this this is jumping off topic a little bit i did think it was a little funny that uh during the direct they were like uh uh here's his first look at the uh super mario brothers animated movie and i was just like <laughs> uh, you really gotta differentiate it don't you <laughs> there's a uh so there's a thing that i i want to say because i'm noticing a lot of conversation in the chat about like the fact that this is basically a you know kind of a mario isekai movie mario in from another world so that doesn't actually necessarily need to be the case with this movie. It can very much be Mario coming in from another area, but for any... Uh, Wayne, have you played Mario RPG? No, I need to, especially okay. with, like, that shot of Bowser, like, getting the uh, the Power Star. Yes. I, I was thinking, wow, I, I really need to play Legend of the Seven Stars. Okay, so... I, I wonder if it's taking some inspiration from that. So that's what I was going to say. I don't want to spoil the story for that game because it's, it's a good RPG. But basically, mm -hmm. in within the world of, of Seven Stars, the Mushroom Kingdom is one location in the world. Whereas, like... A lot of other Mario games seem to have, like, the world is the Mushroom Kingdom. Um, but in in Mario RPG, Mario's house is one location, the Mushroom Kingdom is another location, and the rest of the game takes place in the rest of the world surrounding the Mushroom Kingdom. It would make sense that with the, uh, with the advent of warp pipes being a thing, Mario could get in a warp pipe and end up somewhere that he didn't expect to be, and that just be the Mushroom Kingdom, that's a thing that happens all the time in Mario RPG as part of that story. You'll go into a warp pipe, pop in somewhere else, and be like, oh, crap, what is this? Oh, I'm on Yoshi's Island. That's a weird place for me to be right now. I wasn't expecting that. Like, that's that's just, in general, what those pipes do within the context of that game. It would make sense if they do something like that with the movie, where it's not like Mario comes from our world and, and enters into the Mushroom Kingdom and... Now we have Sword Art Online, Mario Edition. If you die in the Mushroom <laughs> Kingdom, you die in real life. Um, instead, we actually have, you know, there's this greater world that people travel through using warp pipes, and the logic behind where you go isn't always consistent, but that's consistent within Mario's universe. I know Odyssey did multiple kingdoms as well, but for Odyssey, you had to get on a spaceship to go to the different ones. With, within Mario RPG, you literally just, you get in a warp pipe, you pop somewhere else, and you're like, oh, I didn't expect I was going to be on the other side of the planet today. That's awkward. By the way, I also just want to quickly note, just to dodge any misconceptions here, I really do want the Mario movie to be good, by the way. And I, I do think it has a good chance. I think at the very least, what you're going to get is something very respectful of the source material. Um, and I think that's a really good thing. I know. Um, at the end of the day, 
when it comes down to it, I'm always going to root for Sonic more than I'm going to root for Mario. And I, I'm always going... Yeah, like, the thing is, unless this movie is really, really good as a movie, I'm probably just going to like the Sonic movies better because I like Sonic more than I like Mario. But with that being said, like... There's plenty of Mario games that I like more than plenty of Sonic games, you know? Like, at the end of the day, you know, this guy has churned out quality products that are far higher quality than a lot of what Sonic has to offer, and maybe that may well be the case again, but I just think Sonic's a much better character, you know? So, I like, think... I don't know, unless it's really good, really, yeah. really good, I'm probably just going to prefer the Sonic movie, because it's just more for me, you know, like... Yeah, I think it's hard to deny that, like, simply as a character, um, Sonic is just more interesting. He's a better design as well. I still do not know what to make of Mario from, like, a design standpoint. He's supposed Ma to be cute. I mean... He's got a mustache. Mario moustaches aren't cute. I mean, with the with the Mario design, though, we we know that Mario's design is... And I'm I'm not saying this to be disparaging. I'm not. This is just, like, historical fact. Mario's design is lazy. Not in the sense that he's a lazily designed character, but literally, why does Mario have a hat? Miyamoto didn't want to figure out how to animate hair. Why does Mario have a mustache? That was easier to draw than a mouth. For like with uh, the way the pixels lined up on the on the NES. Uh, why does he have yeah. why does he have overalls? Because that made him stand out against the background better. Like the literally the truth be told. <laughs> the truth be told though, it is a fantastic like it's it's iconic. It does what it needs to do. Um I guess uh... My main thing with Mario is it's always been about the game mechanics. Everything in there has been built around the mechanics of a video game. So I think the challenge with Mario is taking that and making it into a compelling movie, into a compelling narrative. Yeah. And if they can just do that, then that's a really good thing. Like, that, that's a really good feat. That's worth celebrating. Because um, it, it is harder to do that with Mario than it is Sonic. You look at Mario, this character... And everything in his world was all designed around being a video game. From the get-go, Sonic was pretty much intended to be a multimedia thing. Like, they, they got yeah, in there Sonic, fast Sonic for the TV was shows. Built, Sonic was built on the foundations of people love video games, people love this kind of video game, we are the competition, we are the other side of the coin. Like, that was his design ethos from the beginning, whereas Mario's design ethos was the foundation we're resourceful. yeah we're we're yeah. we're using our resources as best we can to get as much as we can out of this system out of this hardware out of this character uh everything we can manage like from mario's entire history has been about like how how best do we approach this thing um whereas sonic's history has been a little more scattershot like, yeah, Sonic is fast and loose and experimental and stuff. Hence why there's a much larger deficit of quality, like, between Sonic and Mario. Like, why, you know, there are so many Sonic games that just don't work compared to Mario. Yeah. Um, however, like, that's the thing, is I'm more willing to kind of run with that argument if we're talking, like, Sonic games that just aren't very good, but simply because the idea didn't work very well, rather than, like, incompetence. Like, a Sonic Lost World, for example, like, you know, it's a it's a perfectly tight game. It's well put together. It's very competently made, very well crafted. It's a decent Mario game. It, yeah, it just it just didn't come together. You know? Yeah, exactly. It's just <laughs> a, it's a Mario game. Ultimately, it, it. But the thing like there is like with Mario, like 
it's always been about quality, quality, quality. You know, like you know the like, like you know why we have Mario. Like, this is like basic, you know, basic gaming knowledge at this point. Like you know why we even have shy guys and characters like that in Mario at all, right? Mm-mm. They were they were part of the framework for Doki Doki Panic, and that was the version of Mario two that we got here in the West, um, because the original like the original way they wanted the sequel to Mario to be was oh it's going to be the harder, more difficult game because players have beat the first one and they realized, oh, wait a minute, this is really difficult. American audiences might not actually latch onto this. Quick, let's reskin a different game. Are we talking about the Lost Levels? Yeah, Lo- Lost Levels is the original Mario 2. Um, yeah, 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 but it was actually... Uh, Lost Levels was the original Mario 2 in Japan, but when it came over to America, because I think Lost Levels was too hard, they basically just adapted a Japanese-only game called Doki Doki Literature Club. <laughs> God oh, so damn it! That is, <laughs> yeah, the so Doki Doki Panic was a lot of the a lot of the things we consider like very iconic to characters for Mario. Uh, why does Peach float? Uh, why does Luigi have slippery mechanics? Um, you know why why are uh, why is Toad balanced? All of those things came from Mario Two, and that was literally as is almost everything classic Mario was a decision made based on resources at the time okay we cannot make another mario 2 for america uh because this one's too difficult let's just adapt this other thing real quick uh and then make that work and then because that other thing just happened to have a lot of personality to it those are those are things we've adapted for the characters for every game since i think mario's history is very interesting like particularly in like comparison to sonic like with how like sequel games or reskins of other games and stuff like that like that's all very interesting stuff like you know whereas with sonic pretty much everything's just been devoted you know like yeah that's, uh, that's what I was... so far what's up that we know of so far i mean a lot of stuff is still uh still always being uncovered i, I mean yeah I still like personally was intended to be something else initially yeah like the whole flames of disaster thing was intended for like an rpg game like and as 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 messy as it ended up being in the long run, like I I honestly think that the uh, the development history of um, Sonic Boom is is fascinating. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like how that was intended to be like it, like it was meant to be like an entirely different universe, like an entirely different depiction, like and it was going to be the origins of Sonic and friends. But then they were just like, hey, we made this deal with Weedo animation and we want to make a Sonic Boom thing, can you retroactively change this into a Boom game? <laughs> like, it's got to be said. Yeah. It is a testament to Big Red Button that that game is even remotely playable. Given, like, like every single thing that they just weren't told during development? You know, like, whatever you think of that game, whether you think it's good, whether you think it's bad, like, the fact it came out as good as it is is nothing short of a miracle. Like... The fact that it was literally made with like, with like CryEngine four and had to be oh, fucking turned into a Wii U game, that's never been done before and never been done since, and that is a miracle that it even plays. Like, <laughs> like the, the similar, the only similar analog to something like that is like when uh when when Monster Hunter Rise came to the Switch and they wanted to use the RE engine for it and Capcom was like, "Oh shit, the RE engine doesn't work on the Switch. What are we supposed to do?" <laughs> they had to make a whole like a, they had to make a whole 
uh, adaptation of that engine that specifically ran only on the Switch. And even then, other games that were built in that engine still do not run on the Switch. <laughs> it's the same, like, Big Red Button wasn't given the time to do that because they didn't have that internal knowledge of like, oh, wait, we have to adapt CryEngine 4 for the Wii U. Like, they didn't, they didn't get that same foreknowledge going in, so they had to just fly by the seat of their pants. I still, I, I just, I love that, like, in that we've seen, like, you know, Big Red Button, Sonic Team, Blind Squirrel, etc., all get screwed over by Sega plenty of times in the past. And it's like, looking at the movies, it's like, this is what happens when a company more powerful than Sega puts Sonic stuff out there. A company that can actually say no to Sega. I will say, though, I... So I know that the, Son the third Sonic movie is already in development. So there's not, mm -hmm. there's not a whole lot to say how much of that movie will be able to be changed retroactively if they start like feeling some panic because the Mario movie does. I don't think well. they should. I don't. I don't like, think they're, one I don't of think the they're worst going to. Do. I don't think they're it's going like just, to. I just the, the the only way they can do it is just to make the best movie they can. That's yeah. that's all there is to it. I just I think it's going to be interesting seeing that for so for the last. For the last 10 years, the Mario versus Sonic conversation has basically been moot because they haven't been in competition anymore. Now yeah. it's relevant again now the, in movies. Now it's relevant yeah. again. Because uh, Sonic is the king of the video game movie right now. Because the, like, the only people who bring up Sonic versus Mario anymore are like people who are talking about retrospectives or people who have been up their ass since they were like in the 80s and have refused to move from that era. Yeah, so be, I mean, it'll be it's interesting watching these two go head to head again in a different area. And of all areas, it's 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 movies of all man, areas I, for them to fight. It sure sure gives me a couple of more words. I'm going to have to mute on Twitter. <laughs> Bottom line, tribalism, silly, Blue two arms. great movies can coexist. I'm looking forward to the Mario movie. But footnote, I'm Team Sonic all the way. <laughs> I'm more of a sonic fan than a mario fan um but i am excited for the mario like i'm not even just like curious about it i'm actively excited about the mario movie i think it's such a fun idea now that i know and now that i have some semblance of, of reason to believe that they're they're taking the project seriously and they're they're trying to do justice to this universe mm -hmm. uh which i was not expecting from this studio I really want to see what they can do. It's kind of in the same sense that, like, I may not have initially trusted the studio that made the Emoji movie to work on a Spider-Man film, and then they ended up creating my favorite. And it, it's like, hey, if Illumination wants to prove me wrong, by all means, please do. Like, I, uh, that's something I'd be happy to be wrong about. So... Yeah, at the end of the day, the animation team has always been solid. And I don't know if this is just like Nintendo have outsourced the animation to Illumination or not. We're going to see that all play out. So, if that's the case, I have more reason to believe that this project could be good. I'm going to have a bunch of people that hate me for this opinion, and I'm actually very okay with that. I really like Illumination's Grinch movie. I actually, I legitimately, I actually legitimately enjoy that movie, and I like watching it at Christmas time. I'm, I'm going to push you off a bridge in Minecraft. You're gonna push I mean, me my off main thing with Illumination 
my main thing with illumination is like i just wish they'd aim higher than a six out of ten mm-hmm. six out of ten isn't bad though you know it's just but like i mean despicable me one was good like that was Six out of ten. Too much water. Shut the fuck up, series. Where's the comeback? Where where is the? I I can't I can't deal with this. This this silence is not working. Oh man, is that is that our weapon? Is that is that how we fire back? We just we just like give them the silent treatment. Stop this, because that means I have to talk, and I don't know what to say. Bloopity splooge. Melvin, Melvin, brother of the Joker. Fine, I'll just sit in silence too. That's that's fine, you know. I, 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 we'll all just, we're just sit. We just wait it out for like two hours and see how and long everyone sticks around. Enjoy your podcast. Yeah, we're all just gonna sit in silent reading time. <laughs> okay, but actually, was there anything else we wanted to talk about? Yeah, can we like do like at least <laughs> do super chat? Come on. I just on. wanted this. I wanted to see how long we can keep that going. Uh, You're not cute. Stop it. <laughs> never claimed I was. You on the other. You're not gay. I'm not. All right. Okay. Have we said what we want to say about the Mara movie? Shall we like do a summary just so no one misconstrues any of what we had to say? You want to summarize your points, Wayne? Summary. Uh, I'm looking forward to the movie. I don't. I, I I still think that there's a possibility may not be quite what I want, but I'm more optimistic than I was prior to the trailer actually coming out. Cyrus? Basically the same thing. I, I'm optimistic about the movie. Uh, I liked what I saw in the trailer. Uh, Chris Pratt bores the shit out of me. Jack Black's Bowser makes me think of a Paper Mario Bowser. Okay with this. So... Writing, I need to just, I need to see more. Um, Chris Pratt, I'm not sold on. Everything else, I'm pretty much sold on. Like, Jack Black as Bowser, I think, is going to be the best part of the movie. And yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I hope it's good. I, you know, I, I hope it's good. I'm probably not going to love it as much as I love that other video game character's movies, because I just prefer that video game character. We'll see. Truth be told, they don't need to be compared at the same time, it is kind of exciting to see them competing again in some ways, you know? Like, it's, it's, a, it's a tricky one to avoid, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. All right. Um, we happy to move on to Super Chats? I'm fine. Yeah, I think so. All right. So, we got Kaz with five bucks. I just watched... <laughs> Fuck! What? Uh, you okay? <laughs> what happened? My throat became very dry. <laughs> Did Pup just die on he stream? Just, yep. Yep. I've got to go to the emergency room, guys. My pussy hurts. <laughs> okay. So, Kaz yeah, is not, up. You're not allowed to speak anymore. <laughs> All right. I'll be silent then in that case. Excellent. Kaz with $5. I just watched No, Wayne's... I was going to read it. <laughs> I just watched Wayne's God, Digimon and is... clone. Fuck, I just watched Wayne's videos of Digimon and Cloaca, and those videos are really good and insightful and got me interested in those franchises. Excellent. I, I, uh, that Digimon video is the most taxing thing I think I've ever worked on. I thought the Sonic 3 and Knuckles video was, was bad, but like, whew. But yeah, I'm... I've never seen anyone, like, give birth to a video before. But, like, Wayne was, like, in labor for months. He, yeah, was, he was. It was, it was, it was a nine-month-long process. 
But yeah. it's okay because now I can finally fit. <laughs> God. God. Uh, but, uh, thank baby. you for the kind words. I'm I'm really proud of that one. Jorno, thank you very much for the 500 Sonic R's. Already signed to the newsletter to get the soap shoes is simple, but it's a nice extra. And Wayne, you don't need to use them if you don't want to. There you go. Did you know that, Wayne? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I never said I was. I was upset that there was an option. Lederic is up with twenty-five bucks. Seth Rogen is voicing the Dark Knight, right? I really hope they don't make weed jokes with him. Oh, please make weed jokes with him. That would be so fucking well, funny. Batman's very straight edge. He's not gonna. You're not going to get that much. Oh, yeah, no, the Batman doesn't smoke weed. Joker, on the other hand, he, he, <laughs> he just gets gang all, weed. all of it. <laughs> I love how we completely ruined that question. Way past <laughs> cool kid. Thank you very much for the dollar ninety nine. Dang bong bluntry. Seth Rogen. You, danky, you fucking... danky, danky bong bluntry. Seth Rogen. Oh, that's amazing. Did he actually say that? I don't know. Or is that something he's gonna say? I don't know. Wayne, is that a premonition? Wayne, save, us, I, save us from this, Wayne. Did I just what? have a premonition? Anyway, uh, we got go. <laughs> uh, 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 go Kenji. Go Kenji with uh, uh, with five chafes. Uh, my guess, Chris Pratt is a plumber uh, that got sucked in an SMB NES game super mario, super mario brothers, brothers nintendo oh. entertainment system oh game. kind of like what they were gonna do with uh with sonic is this in the movie that was gonna cross over with the really um... shitty movie oh sonic and the wonders of the world yeah yeah i that actually one. like the idea of that <laughs> i was also thinking of uh was there was there a similar idea for pac-man or am i crazy I'm I just—I really just wanted imagining... that Sonic movie to exist, but with the animation style of Rocky and Bullwinkle. You know the Rocky can, and Bullwinkle movie. Can we legitimately get a Mario movie now that's just Kaizo Trap, but it's you know Mario Brothers? I'm gonna sneeze. Okay, have fun with that one. I'm not gonna sneeze. It's not gonna happen. Damn oh, it! It's one of those. Okay, there's nothing more frustrating than that when you think you're gonna sneeze and then you don't sneeze. I hate that. Anyways. The good mic, the the normal mic, the mic that we like, the 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 mic that we don't fucking hate. <laughs> Sorry, oh, Mike. Damn it. One nine one one sends us four bucks ninety nine. Chris's Mario reminds me of Peter Cullen's Mario from the eighties. Is that the old toasters toast toast Mario? No, what they say old toasters toast toast. No, Is that the one? That's because no, Hotel Mario wasn't from the eighties. Wait, so which are, are we talking about? The Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Let me see here. Uh, do, 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 do. He's the voice of Optimus Prime in the Transformers franchise. Now I know what Pete, a meatball Peter Cullen? Like. Peter Cullen, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. Peter Cullen's Optimus Prime. Wait, uh, did Peter Mario Cullen play Mario? He voiced Mario in Saturday's Supercade cartoons. And what? Is, and is the second portrayal of Mario overall. We need to hear uh, that. Optimus Prime Wait, was he portrayed, Mario? <laughs> he portrayed <laughs> Mario's overalls? This is the this is the Mario he portrayed. I just threw it in the back rooms. Oh, let's have a look. I want to have a look at this. No, I I thought you were going to send us his voice, not his fuck. He looks weird. He looks really weird. <laughs> That's why I sent it. What does he look I'm like? I'm just that? imagining that Mario going. Why does freedom is the hat? right of all sentient I, beings? I was about to say that the thing I'm most upset about is the hat. Like, yeah, why does his hat look like a fucking croissant? You know, I think <laughs> I think it's the way that it's like folding in the back, but it's also like. I think it's the hair makes the hat look like the 
like there's something wrong with the hat. You know what I mean? Wait, are we talking about are we talking about Mario or are we talking about JoJo now? I don't give shit about JoJo. I want to hear his voice. I'm gonna look up his voice. Mario's first appearance in cartoons, huh? Okay. I'm gonna make everybody on Sunset City hear it too. He looks like a mix between John Hamm and Brian Cranston as well. Peter Cullen, that is. I'm just fasting it forward. Let's have a look. <laughs> oh, we just got a load of white stuff thrown at him by Donkey Kong. This is a great show. Autobots, right. let's a go. Autobots. Hold on. He doesn't talk Mushrooms. If I can There's get... a lot of penis noises in this show. I, I wonder if he said my favorite Optimus Prime quote, which was, we will kill them all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about anybody else. Who's I actually this? kind of enjoyed the, the third Transformers movie. <laughs> I've, so I've only ever watched the first one, and I literally only watched that just three days ago. The first time. I Get the third one, but skip to like an hour in. Oh, is it like the first one where the hour has nothing to fucking do with Transformers? No, it's actually a lot of good buildup. Uh, it's just also mixed in with a bunch of, of dumb, like, uh, you know, Michael Bay crap. Uh, but like the uh, halfway through Dark of the Moon, it just turns into... Uh, yeah, this is a movie about a war in the middle of Chicago against giant robots, and they're all just slaughtering each other, and it's, it's stupid, but it's kind of awesome. I'm about and to you guys voice, hold on. Why you guys are talking about that? Okay, I guess I'm not playing the voice. Yeah, don't do that, because we could get copyrecked. Not for, like, two seconds. We've been copyrecked for two seconds in the past. Yeah, that um, that Jeff Keighley stream that we did ages ago, it got copyrighted over two seconds ah. of stuff. So, yeah, so I, I'm sure your two seconds of music is the sole reason why our stream makes money. Yes, it go is. ahead and take the lot. Um, but okay, fuck you, copyright holder. Um, but let's see, Jorno with five. Other countries' dubs for the trailer are taking Charles Martinet's voice. While Chris seems to be doing another take more close to his own voice. Yeah, the French version sounds a lot more like Charles Martinet. Huh. French version actually sounds like Mario. But I'm probably going to watch the Italian version with subtitles, just because that's how I like to watch my animes. <laughs> I actually did watch, like, one Italian movie uh, like, like that. Because uh, they had an English dub over it, but... I really do not like dubs over uh, live action. I will just listen to it in the original language. Yeah, I'm more of a native language kind of guy myself. Yeah. You ever seen Life is Beautiful? I have not. That movie will make you sad, but it's phenomenal. It's a great film. Sounds up my street. Yeah. I like being uh, sad. Mr. SP, anyway. thank you for the $10. Charles, uh, Charles Martinet is playing classic Mario. Chris Pratt is modern Mario. That's my prediction. Mario's just like Sonic. You um. know, I'd sooner take it in Mario than in Sonic, because at least they haven't done it before. Or they haven't done it to the extent that Sonic has. They haven't done it to death with Mario. Who played, who played Mario in the original like live-action Super Mario Bros. movie? Uh, Bob Hoskins. Is he still around? I don't, I, I'm not super familiar Oh, that with would Bob be Hoskins. cool if they did like a crossover. Um, 
It's kind actually, of funny to have him as like a background character. <laughs> I would really like um to see the yeah, original Super Mario Bros. He's movie. He's not still around. Oh yeah, he died oh. in 2014. Oh shame. Okay, never mind. I want to see that movie though because like everything I've heard about it, it sounds like the kind of thing I'd enjoy. It's like it, uh, it's bad. They were drunk on set the entire time, and it shows. Is it yeah. like Batman and Robin bad, where it's actually good and everyone else calls it bad? No. no. <laughs> I think I think that there is a, a case to be made where you could enjoy it ironically to a degree. I, I think it's a I think it's a movie that needs to be mm-hmm. watched with friends with snacks. Every time someone tells me you can enjoy it ironically, I always end up enjoying it unironically. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um... It's a monkey! <laughs> but, uh, there's just, uh, there is... There are a lot of different definitions of good that float around my head, okay? There's a lot of different categories. <laughs> I think... So, Pup, you specifically would probably enjoy the Mario Brothers movie. You specifically, I think you would. Okay, alright. Well, that, that Where can I watch it? Is it on any streaming services? I, I doubt it. I, I'm pretty sure Nintendo has done everything that they they like Star Wars Holiday specialed that thing. It would be really smart to put it on some streaming services now, though. Like with the announcement of like the new movie coming, like it always makes sense to put the old one out. You know, put it on 4K. Put it on 4K. Cowards, you won't. Yeah, that's the thing. Fucking Nintendo, just grow a pair, man. If if Sega could have Sonic 06 be such a big part of the Sonic Symphony. You can you can acknowledge this, you know, like it is. It, it was is, on Netflix at one point. It actually did get a Blu-ray release. That's right. Uh, so I guess it wasn't nuked quite as hard as I thought it was. But uh, that it, it, I think back to that movie sometimes, just because it's like it's hard not to to get what they were going for in some areas. Uh, like I get how they were trying to adapt certain elements from the game. I, I legitimately do. Uh, it's just a bad movie. <laughs> so the weird thing is that I remember liking it as a kid. I actually legitimately remember enjoying it as a child. But also remember as a kid, I couldn't tell the difference between various canons or anything. So I thought that the Archie comics and the games existed in the same universe for Sonic. And I thought the Dragon Ball Z movies were in the same universe as the Dragon Ball Z show. So, um... I was I a very was, dumb kid. Well, I think there was always an element, at least in your defense, uh, where it's like, I think Archie wanted to be kind of seen as in the, in the same universe as, as the games mm-hmm. uh, to, to a degree. I just remember, like, uh, I think I remember reading, like, the crossover that they had. It was like a tie-in with the Shadow the Hedgehog game. And uh, there was something about, like, I don't remember entirely what it was. But it was like the first time I picked up Archie in years and I was looking at it and I just see Shadow like talking about being the ultimate life form. And he's just like standing over some dumb bad Nick or something. And I remember thinking as a kid, I was just like, this is kind of dumb. Because I'm um, I'm reading like, uh, well, I'm, I'm, make, I'm editing Nick's latest video. I've had to read a whole bunch of Sonic Genesis or the Archie Sonic Genesis story arc, and it is is literally like Sonic One and Two, but with the Saturday M cast just shoved in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, we right, have one shall last we move on one. to 
Yep, the final super chat. I think this one is Wayne's. I believe it is. Uh, Go Kenji with uh, five chafes. Uh, I like the quote. I think it will reach. I, I, I think it will each be its own thing. It would be like a Despicable Me versus Avengers kind of thing. I mean, yeah. Like, that's, that's the bottom line. Like, they are effectively different genres, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. They are different right, genres, well. but they're trying to do the... Like, okay, it, it's, they're different genres, but they're trying to do the same thing. Take iconic video game mascot from 80s and 90s, turn it into a movie. Like, they're trying to accomplish the same goal. Whether they walk different paths doing that is fine. They're still comparable in the sense that they are both trying to do the same thing. I mean, at the end of the day, you can have fun comparing the different approaches that they take. Like, did this approach work for this character as well as this approach? Like, I, I've done comparisons between Batman Begins and The Batman, but the truth be told, they're apples to oranges, you know? Like... Mm -hmm. But they're both trying to accomplish the same goal at that point. They're both trying to go, okay, we have we have a take on this comic book character. So I guess for for uniquely for Batman though, he's a character that's been shown in like so many different lights. Yeah, I guess I I guess a better comparison would be like, let's compare the Batman movies to the Spider-Man movies. Like which which yeah. ones are the overall better things? Which ones did the better job at representing the character, etc. Um, and I think in many ways, like, yeah, comparing, like, the Sonic movies to the Mario movies is like comparing Batman movies to Spider-Man movies. The truth be told, they both have their place. If I want to see a Spider-Man movie, I'll watch a Spider-Man movie. If I want to see a Batman movie, I'll watch a Batman movie, you know? It's not like, oh, I want to watch a Batman movie, so I'm going to watch a Spider-Man movie so I get the better Batman experience out of the Spider-Man movie, you know? That's, yeah. that's what a lot of these Sonic and Mario comparisons ultimately boil down to is which character would I rather see? Sonic, you know? <laughs> but there's still a high chance that that Mario movie could still be really fucking good, you know? And maybe if I'm in the mood for a really good Mario movie, I can watch the fucking Mario movie, you know? That's, that's the bottom line. So yeah, that's, uh, that's that on my end. Um, since we are done with the Super Chats for now, Unless anyone else has any money they want to throw at us. Um, do you want to start wrapping things up? I think so. I think we're good. Serious, you know what to do. Mario podcast has been great. So, what are you doing these days? I... That's you... it. Yeah, that's <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I mean, I, um, that helps. I... I, I don't necessarily know exactly what's going to come next, because um, I'm kind of just... Oh, oh dear. I'm kind of just... Um, no, no, <laughs> nothing, things, nothing has happened. Calling things, as, calling things as I see them. Um, but, like, on Channel Pup... Uh, well, fucking, I've called it Pup Arcade now. On Pup Arcade, I'm probably going to be doing some retrospectives on my favorite Sonic games. So, um, check... Keep, keep an eye on that. You know, we got videos coming for... Sonic Unleashed, Sonic Generations, Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure 2. They'll be coming. They'll be coming. And they're going to be a little more in-depth than the usual. And then, Where's Arnold is a yogurt mail with 4 bucks 99 And uh, then, yeah, just keep an eye on the main channel, Pop Channel, for all the usual stuff. But you, Wayne. And if you... Yeah. yeah uh, you, well, 
I finally got that Digimon World video out there. Uh, it's starting to do fairly well too. Like uh, it, it was, it was uh, crawling a little bit at first, but then it's it's really picked up, and it's uh, people have been super nice on it. They're leaving a lot of nice comments and everything like that. Really, really appreciate that. I need to go in and just try to reply to as many as I can. Uh, there's just it's been pouring in, dude. There's like over two hundred comments on that video now. Yeah, you're sitting at seventeen thousand like... views on the thing. I, I know you, man, it's, like sometimes... it's amazing. Sometimes these things can be a slow burn, but yep. I think, yep. you know, you, you keep doing what you're doing, man. Like, you know, because you're, you're pulling it in. You're pulling it all in. Um, I am uh, already working on my next couple of videos. Uh, I'm basically working on two simultaneously. I don't know which one's going to come out first. It depends on how things shake down. But it's kind of a one for you, one for me. I'm finally tack tackling a series people have been asking me to do for years. It's been a while since I've gotten back on the... Uh, uh, the superhero game train, but it's it's about time. I'm not doing Metroid Month this year, but there is a Metroid-esque game I should have reviewed a while ago, so it's finally time to look at uh, Batman Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, I can't <laughs> wait for that. The the other one that I'm I'm kind of working on is just because I want to, because I love it, is uh, Shovel Knight. Uh, so finally, going to be talking about some Shovel Knight on the channel. Awesome. That one, I'm not just doing Treasure Trove as one thing. I'm tackling each expansion and every subsequent release for that game as its own video. So Arkham Asyl uh, the Arkham series and Shovel Knight might be taking up the rest of this year's like uh, video lineup. But uh, those are the, the two major projects I'm, I'm currently working on. Now, Cyrus, before you jump on yours, um, we got two more Super Chats to read, and we'll put the cutoff here now. Yeah. Um, so, uh, OzJamH sends two bucks saying, I fell asleep, but here's your tax evasions, guys. Hell yeah. And um, do, do you want to read for Xander Johnson Carr? Uh, sure. Xander Johnson Carr, thank you for the $2. Banana weed. <laughs> oh my god, he ate part of Nick's tombstone. Uh, the skeleton uh, the skeleton has gone too far the, the burger. The skeleton has gone too far this time. Cirrus. What, what, what are you up to, man? Um sadness. No, I'm I'm mainly just trying to make sure that I've got enough relevant content out before I go to Portland. That, that before we go to the game show. Uh, yeah, we're, that's uh, another piece of information. I'm going to be meeting Cirrus next week. In person. Sucks. Are you going to fight him? I'm going to do Cirrus poo cam. I'm going to make sure it happens. Oh, no. Um, but yeah. also, if we're lucky, Nick might actually be alive as well to meet you. I hope you'll be alive. <laughs> that would be... You know. Otherwise, I'm going to have to pick you up from the airport, but... That's fine, because it's within walking distance. I'll just walk you home. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a little 40-minute walk, you know. We'll get, we'll get you back. It'll be fine. You won't be tired or anything, you know. I'll just be sad. I'll just be sad. That's it. That's it. Leave. Farewell. Da -da 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 -da.